Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the show. It is hump day, and it is back to the window with Scott. And Scott, your usual 3 p.m. pals. I am uh, pal number one. I am Scott Steen, lead handicapper at winnersandwiners.com. And I'm your co-host, Scott Rochelle, senior handicapper over winnersandwiners.com. And together we do this each and every day, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday, as Scott and I join together and do our very best to help you guys in that journey to head back to the window to cash those winning tickets. So, welcome to the show, Scott. What kind of uh, what kind of Tuesday did you have? Overall, pretty good. Ended up winning my no-run first inning. It was even more fun when you had six runs in the second inning, which I like to call not my problem, because it ended up cashing in the first. Besides that, really can't complain. I still got my son's future bet. They looked really good last night. So hopefully they'll be able to close it out sooner rather than later. Besides that, overall, just a pretty good, mostly uneventful Tuesday. But I won what I bet. Excellent. J.C. St- Stone in the house. Uh, said an easy find today, thanks to me. Uh, well, I appreciate it. I had to go through and change the time. So hopefully that helped out. Had a good day yesterday, Scott. I missed my play of the day. I played the first five under four in the Miami-Arizona game. A game I also liked the Nerfy, And it was a terrible play all the way around as they uh, put up four runs in the first inning between the two of them and then uh, put up four more in the third to just absolutely trash that bet. So uh, two pitchers that had pitched pretty well up until that point did not pitch well. Bumgarner, as veterans often do, struggled in the first and then settled down. The uh, Miami starter, uh, uh, Merrill Kelly, uh, started poorly and then went downhill from there. Wait, who was starting for Miami? Or sorry, that was that's today. That's uh, sorry, that's today's. That's tomorrow. Was game. it Rogers who was pitching yesterday? Who was pitching yesterday? No, it wasn't Rogers. Who the hell? I thought Al- I had... Alcantara's pitching today. Yeah, it's Alcantara to Kelly today. I, I, uh, I didn't. I don't have it written down from the day. Okay, before. either way. Before it was. Uh, I'm trying to think who the hell it was. Decent pitcher. Decent pitcher. Somebody that I liked. Okay. And now I hate them. They're dead to me. Okay. So other than that, we. Uh, uh, hit all the premiums, so that was a uh, that was a good thing. As we had uh, basketball or baseball stuff, I had a basketball. I had the under in the Philadelphia Miami game. I had the over in the San Francisco Colorado baseball game, and I had the over in the Angels game, a game that I thought we were going to take a bad beat on because it was stuck at eight forever. And then here comes Brett Phillips, everybody! Fantastic! Thank you very much. What do you give up? Five runs, four runs. What was the final on that? Fourteen. I saw Rendon hit a lefty home lefty run. home run. So I feel like that was kind of the well, story of the day for Tampa, except it wasn't. We'll get to that game a little bit later. Magellan Sports, not a surprise. Magellan Sports is checking in early. Boom. Dodgers minus, was it six and a half, seven and a half? Both. Well, yeah, I know they I both think it was hit. Seven, I think seven it was and seven and a half. half plus 650. Yep, correct. Well done. One eleven one. Nothing like hitting a three-team parlay on a single game. And they're also losing today, I think, 3 nothing. So you picked really the perfect game to get the Dodgers. Yes, we, we however, did not. As we picked, Another tied now. Never mind. We picked we picked the game before. They were down 3 nothing. Uh, I just saw that they scored three runs in the seventh with no outs. So of course the, it seems like the Dodgers are going to win the game. The game we happen to cover, they go down 3 nothing, and then it, all of a sudden it's 6 uh, nothing. So yep. they did nothing. So Yeah, very good. Congratulations to Magellan Sports taking the serious alternative run line there. So we want to welcome everybody aboard. We do appreciate you stopping by, especially if you're doing it live, man. That's uh, that's pretty cool. We love talking to you guys in real time. Don't forget to show a little love. If you would be so kind, smash that thumb. Let us know that you're digging what we're doing. And, of course, subscribe to the YouTube channels. It makes us look really good. 
Subscribe to the Winners and Winders YouTube channel and the Max Wagers Network YouTube channel as well. And uh, check out all the great offerings here at the Max Wagers Network. All the good folks from Picks and Parlays, plus all the good folks from Winners and Winers, man. It's like peanut butter and jelly. There had not been a better better mixture since peanut butter and jelly, since goober. We uh, we talked about that, I guess. Uh, I think that was my, my family and I. We talked about. Do you remember the the name of the? Did you remember the name of the product, Scott? Where the I, I did not. Peanut butter and jelly were mixed together. It's called goober. I had no that idea. sounds hit or miss. No idea. It's it's, it's okay. It's okay. Um, yesterday on the video, Scott. By the way, I was I was recounting how I did. Talked about the farm play. We hit it. I said I knew we had the over in a hockey game, and it was, and I couldn't remember what the hell it was. And then I looked at the board, and like ah, it doesn't matter what it was because they all hit. Yeah, there's the hurricane. I know. It was rock rock me like the hurricane. So a lot of great offerings here at Max Wagers Network. Check it out. Noon, midday money with Sean Higgs, one o'clock, morning wood with Allie Burns. Me and Chris doing parlays. Chris was on fire yesterday, by the way. Hit a uh, hit a four teamer at twelve to one, hit another uh, premium one at thirty two to one. Good day. Hit a thirty two to one parlay? Yeah, hit, hit uh, four teams with plus money. Okay. Yeah. Nice. It was including a plus one seventy five on. Uh, did you tell? I'm guessing you did not tell that because it would have lost. Yes, that's exactly right. I've I've yep. I've I've sworn off the parlays to give him a chance. I cannot. Mm-hmm. My my parlay luck continues. I just don't hit fucking parlays, buddy. So. But that was on the show, or that was a premium. Event? As a premium, they hit a twelve to one on the show. That's how you know you're legit when you're giving out. 32 to 1 hits on premium picks. That's that's how you know you're doing something right. That'll keep the hate mail down for a couple of days. Should. People yeah. will forget in a week, but, but you I'll know. I'll guarantee it. People will forget fucking t- by Wednesday. What mm-hmm. do you, I didn't hit anything today. So, Kim, why do we listen to this guy? It's like cuz I hit a 32 to 1 shot 3 days ago. By the you way, know? by the way, uh we have links to both our premium service. I'm at 8 and 1 over the last 3 days. Like I said, Chris is on fire. I'm uh, 0 and 0. And Scott's still 0 and 0, so depending on <laughs> If you like to ride, if you like to ride the uh, the the variance roller coaster, check out Chris's parlays because you have the, that chance of a huge payoff. If you like a more a little more steady play, if you're a little more conservative, check out my plays. As and there's well. only one overall number that matters, or it's mostly an acronym. It's called ROI. Yep, that's yep. really all that matters. Are you in the green, or are or are you in the black, or are you in the red? Correct. That's really it. At the end of the week, where are you at? So yeah, very good. And, uh, of course, Scott and I, 3 p.m., Sean Miller doing uh, his soccer from across the world show. And we'll finish it up with Detroit Lenny, Nick, and Tim Earl doing uh, game time decision. So, uh, Brewers are like 14 to 1 down, f- or 14 and 1 down 4. Brewers live or 14. Oh, uh, heading into the eight. They're not gonna. They're not gonna win. Don't bother. I don't. You know, at 14 to one, I don't hate that. Uh, Otani today, yeah. 4 p.m. local time. Do the Angels sweep? I know Chris liked the Angels quite a bit in that game. I was kind of on board as well. Uh, this is a a Tampa Bay team that has been very streaky all season long, and they're kind of in the middle of a down streak. Logan Gilbert goes. Uh, or excuse me. Um, uh, where did I have that? It's Otani, and I'm trying to think who he's uh, oh, going up against McClanahan. Somebody who's been okay, but uh, just I'm not I'm I'm digging that matchup. I think that's a decent price on the Angels. You? Uh, I don't necessarily mind it. For me, Otani is definitely the better pitcher. McClanahan had a lot of expectations going into the season. The issue is, even when he was living up to those expectations, he's never really gone length, which has been an issue. Otani can, but Tampa. Truth is, they've really not been playing well lately. 
They did win a series against Seattle. I can't say that it was the pretty one because a couple of games were up in the air. But to look through the overall performances by this team, when you lose three in a row and each of the last two or each of the first two games in the series, I should say, you've been outscored 23 to three. I kind of want to pass on Tampa. I think I'll tell you what, they're not going to get no hit again. Does that count? Mm, yeah, counts for something. So I'll lean to Otani because it seems like the Angels are just playing better baseball right now. Okay, good enough. Uh, Magellan says, uh, or, or King Me says, his best bets are Cardinals run line, Warriors money line. Uh, Warriors money line, yes. Cardinals run line, yeah, okay. I'm, I, I still worry about this Cardinals team being able to score, but that's my that's my only problem with them on the run line, um, especially since they're since they're at home. Baltimore's uh, also won three in a row. Cardinals have lost three in a row. Yep, yep. They've and they've scored uh, they've scored three runs in three of their last four. They put up seven against Baltimore, but that was after Baltimore pretty much called off the dogs in a game that they won easily. So, uh, okay, I'll, I'll say I'll say Godspeed to you, King Me. I like the Warriors. I like I like Mikolos, um in the in that in the matchup in the pitching matchup over Nicholas Ultra over Nicholas Ultra. Yeah, for he's a St. Louis guy, mm-hmm. but. Spencer, Spencer, Spencer Watkins, uh, despite randomly been okay this season. Yeah, he's been all right. He's, you know, tell you what he does is he walks a shit ton of guys. You know, we yep. talked we talked about that on Alley's show last night. Uh, he gives up uh, two walks per nine, and that's and that's not ideal at all. Uh, and he spells his name with an S, and that makes me crazy. Spencer Watkins, just not good. Yeah. Is, is tonight the night Golden State ends that series? I believe it is. I think it should be GG Memphis GG four uh, four point favorite net. Uh, yes, I believe it's four, uh, something along those lines. But for okay. me, it's a situation where Memphis has been good without jaw this season, but both teams shot so badly last game. Golden State found a way to pull it out at the end. I gotta wonder what the psyche is of Memphis, knowing that they're not only missing their best player, but they're also down three one. Would it surprise me if Golden State? opens up a lead, and Memphis potentially rolls over, let's just say I would not be shocked. You? At I, some point, you're looking at the abyss. I go both ways on this. I think the fact they're down 3-1 is a lot more important than the fact that they're out without John Morant because they have shown the ability to rally without Ja. We've talked about it incessantly as there are 20-5 uh, and five, um, without Ja this season. However... This is the playoffs. This is a different situation. And you really, you kind of, down 3-1, you've got to have all hands on deck, especially your best hand. And it's not even like you can pretend that if you steal one here, Ja would be back for game six and seven. Like, he's been ruled out already. You're not only looking at this game without him, you're looking at the next three games without him. So maybe they can defend home court. Maybe it provides a spark. But realistically... I'm assuming Golden State will shoot better. And Memphis offensively without Jaw, really not good because the less Jaw's on the court, the more shots Dylan Brooks has taken. Yeah, and we've seen we've seen the, the folly in that. Plus, you know, the the real guy that picked up the slack in this is Bain. And yeah, there's and no he's injured. You can't convince me Bain's over seventy percent, sixty percent. Well he can't he can't bend over. His back is completely destroyed right now jim brings up an excellent point and i'm going to expand on it he says that shadows are going to be a big factor 